2: Previously on Dungeons and
0: Dragons. I guess my next stop is to go to Tamanthor and find the Citadel and pledge my oath. My
3: fear is that it may have been slightly romanticized for you. The majority of them believe that there are no dragon gods.
0: While that sounds like a sad way to live, but I guess I understand why they would be military and strong and... I guess they're awfully afraid that they might be enslaved again.
3: Your view of
1: Dragonborn, specifically from your village, might be shaken. Did
2: you do something different with your hair? Uh,
1: no, I mean, I think it's the same as it was before. Maybe you're just exhausted, maybe you're just super tired, but Sully seems like he grew. Yeah, now I just seem to be legitimately smaller than before. Which Uh I don't
2: see why that's a problem, but apparently it's a problem.
1: Give me... A couple days.
3: Let me look into, perhaps, wild magic and see if I can't find anything that would flippy the effect. Is that the technical term?
2: All right, guys, can we make a pit stop at the hospital? By the way, there's a growth on my body that I'm quite attached to in a non-romantic, more of a platonic, uh, loving relationship.
3: You are a weird bunch.
1: (laughs) Just full of problems. (laughs)
3: Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, we're a DD and d 5th edition actual play podcast and I'm your Dungeon Master, Rust With me today is Carla Maxton.
0: That is me, I play Glim, a dragonborn paladin, just like so stoked to tell you about my man Bahamut.
1: <laughs> and Tom Laird. That's me, I play Moot, a wild magic half-orc uh, sorcerer who is currently a bit shorter than he was before. And Amy Moore.
2: And that is me. I play a Lightfoot halfling rogue named Sullivan Slight, and I'm so interested to hear all about this story. Bahamut? <laughs> he's never heard of him before. <laughs> I almost believe that could be possible. Well, he's just <laughs> like doing I've his own thing. i literally tuned him out. Yeah, totally. Or tuned you out so good. <laughs> totally. Guys, this tea smells amazing. I just
1: what kind of tea is it?
2: It is David's Tea Cold nine one one. Oh, it's like very Oh. Are you fighting minty. something off? Yep. Remember when I took that itty bitty sip of Russ's Powerade a couple days ago? I yeah. do
1: remember, and you instantly went, oh, fuck, why did I do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never drink my Powerade.
2: <laughs> I know this now.
1: Look, and I mean, I feel like you years, knew it before, too, but you still screwed
3: up. This isn't one of those cults where we drink the Powerade, okay? This is where I get my Powerade and you leave it alone or you get a cold. I mean, that's a good way to always keep your stuff.
2: Booby-trapped is Powerade.
3: Yeah, I did booby-trap it with cold bugs.
2: Gross.
3: Yeah. Uh, Where we hopefully don't pass on any cold bugs is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Where when you are a patron of ours, you get a whole bunch of really sweet, exclusive Patreon content. Like, early access to our new show, Facing Fate, is over there. And we have probably half of the season up by now. We're recording this in the past. And I didn't want to go count it. So, it's probably almost all up there.
2: So much up there.
3: And you get an episode dedicated to you,
1: like today's patron,
2: Captain Mike. Captain, Thanks, captain Mike.
0: Mike. Mike. Aye, aye, oh,
2: fun. Mike's
1: the captain now. Smady.
2: Smady. I was going to say aye, aye, sailor, but I wasn't sure if that was. I went with matey.
3: He flies the planes.
2: hmm Oh, I thought he was a ship captain.
3: Maybe he's a ship Maybe captain. He, both.
2: he could be both. We don't
3: captain know. Captain Mike could... is a
0: very impressive man.
3: Check that all out. Maybe not Captain Mike, but all the bonus content that we were talking about earlier over at Patreon, Patreon.com/slash DumbDragonCast. And now, fuck it, let's play D and D. We left you. You were going to the hospital, and they saw you. There was no lump there that they saw. They stitched you up because you did have a, a somewhat bleeding open wound. And sent you on your way because there was nothing else to see.
2: Do I still feel attachment to where my lump used to be?
3: You feel like there's something missing.
2: Guys, I really... I know it sounds crazy, but... I really miss... What I call it? Can? Can i Miss Ken. So bad with names, I can't even remember the name I gave to my semi-sentient lump.
1: Is there anything we can do to help?
2: No, I I don't think so. I think this is just something I'm going to have to get through.
1: Maybe you could fill that void with Glim's friend Bahama? she'll tell you all about him.
2: Well, it's, it's not a spiritual void so much as like a... Like, you know, if you have like a like a brother or something and you guys are always together and then, and then he goes off to college and then you're left to fend for yourself in the wild streets of the city.
3: Where are you guys right now?
2: <laughs> I guess you're like, like walking, walking out, out of the, of the hospital, the hospital. <laughs> or like oh, walking yeah. down the street.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, you get out into the street and you hear a call from up ahead of you and it's,
2: hey, you funky bunch, what you up to? Oh, God, is that his up? It's me, up. can you hear me? <laughs> I'm coming towards you. Just look anywhere. Hi, Hillup. Hi, Hillup. Oh, God <gasps> damn it.
3: Oh, hey, you crazy kids, what you been up to this whole time? Hey, how's your leg? My... My legs are fine. They healed quite well after the bumpity bump down the stairs. Why, why do you say?
2: Oh, it's a shoulder. How's your shoulder?
3: My, were you shot me in my heart? I
2: did not shoot you in your heart.
3: We were bestest of friends and you, you keep bringing up the fact that you shot me in cold blood.
2: it it wasn't in cold blood. i just fooling with you. Uh. God. Listen, I'm going I'm going through some some grief and some loss right now. Can What's, you just now what, what did he lose? Why did he... It's, it's
1: a whole thing. It's
0: sort of hard to explain. He had a lump. And they were best friends.
3: He had a lump?
0: And then and the lump's gone. And they were better
3: friends than me?
0: Well, I mean, we hadn't seen you, Hillip. We thought you were back on the caravan trail.
3: Oh no! See, you know they're they're getting ready with the caravan out there. But I too had a lump, and now it's gone. But you know, you, you did. But you had a lump too. Yeah, it was a few days ago.
2: Oh, did you like your lump?
3: It's yeah. It was very. It's very friendly lump. It was there, and it's. I drew a little smiley face on it.
2: Oh, that's wait, such a good idea! I didn't wait, draw a smiley face on it.
1: Whereabouts was your
3: lump? Uh, it was on. It was on my backspace. Um. <laughs> so it wasn't was on the delete like, Control-Alt-Delete <laughs> 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 yeah, it's on my backspace, and it uh, it was like shoulder shoulder back here. And he re- reaches and he's trying to spin around and sh- point to it.
2: Oh, mine was right here, and I and I spin and I'm trying to point to it. There's
3: two people spinning the street. <laughs> no, it's right
2: here, uh, just a little bit to the left. It's a little down, just a little bit down, but just like a really hot place to see. Yeah,
3: oh, look at us. We're bonding so over our missing lumps. Mm. Did you
0: did yours just disappear, Philip?
3: Yeah, one one day it was there. It had the smiley face on it. Next day I woke up and uh, poof, it uh, it was just like a big old bruise, is what they told me, and it's bleeding.
2: Yeah, I had a cut too. Do you think our lumps escaped?
3: How, I mean, I, that's what I assumed. I don't know who who uh, who would have taken a lump.
2: Do you think our lumps were stolen?
3: Who who would want to steal a lump? Did you guys have have the envy of the lumps?
2: We didn't even know about the lumps gone. Yeah, until we had no gone. idea
1: this was a thing.
2: Oh. G- good because of my lumps. My lumps, Wait. my lumps, my lumps. My lovely lady loves. Check Wait, it out.
1: Do you think this has <laughs> something to do with those <laughs> mushrooms that you both ate?
3: Those those meaty mushrooms, I try to remember them all
1: the time. Why well, so yet, my
2: knock? Yeah. Yeah, you did
1: jack it up. But I it was on top of.
2: Onto someone.
1: Yeah, but. I mean, out of the four of us, you both ate the mushrooms and then had these lumps show up, and Glim and I didn't, and we didn't have any lumps show up.
3: Hmm. Well, I mean, you two are missing out.
2: Yeah, it was really wonderful for the short amount of time that we were together.
3: It was quite an amazing experience. It really made me
2: feel special.
3: It was almost like my friendship with Sully here, but without backhanded comments.
2: Mm.
1: Or the arrow in the shoulder.
2: What's oh,
3: the arrow in the shoulder? I almost forgot. Thank you for bringing that up.
2: You know when your lump just makes you feel like you're the only person in the room?
3: In the arms
1: of oh. my lump.
2: We can't have two M's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can picture the uh, like Ms. a the angels. <laughs> SPCA commercial with Sully holding his lump.
3: <laughs> have you seen this lump? <laughs> this lump is missing
2: you're gonna put it on a milk carton yeah. oh that would like the grossest thing to see <laughs> at the breakfast table <laughs>
1: maybe the lump was sat alone in a buggy marsh
3: hey there's
2: something funky about
1: you you are shorter friend oh yeah 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 that that happened to me that's a thing that's happening right now that's, maybe it's permanent i don't know that's super cool now you well, can fit through many more doors
2: Yeah, not as cool as a lump though am i right
3: well, I wasn't going to try to rub it in too much, but Sully has a point.
0: Well, did you go to a doctor or anything to find out anything about the lump? We just came from the hospital, and they just sewed up the mark left where Sully's was, but did you learn anything yeah. about it?
3: Um, no, because it was gone. They they stitched me up, too, and said it looks like I got stabbed in the back with with a Sharpie Pokey point.
4: Hmm.
3: Mm. And then I said, I have a friend who likes to shoot me. With Sharpie Pokey points. Oh,
2: yeah, it was one time. And they said
3: to probably avoid him. And then, uh, look at this. I stumble across each other. And he, too, is inflicted with the Sharpie Pokey point where mm-hmm. there used to be a
2: lump. Well, I'm starting to think that our lump might have been something. Uh, something that was inside that, like, has now come outside. Do you think can't... your
1: lumps, like, ran off together?
2: Well, I can't <gasps> help but make me Scandal. feel like, like maybe we weren't good enough. You know, like, we why would he leave?
3: We weren't lumpy enough. Hmm. This is very sad.
0: I don't like to see my friend so sad. Do you have any idea what we can... I mean, I, Moot's idea about the mushrooms does kind of seem to make sense. Well, yeah, but I yacked mine up.
1: Yeah, but still, I mean, you probably maybe, didn't get all of it.
0: Maybe you didn't yak it up fast enough. Maybe oh it's
1: those, like, the oils in it.
2: Oh, jeez. Hey, if it exploded from our backs at some point, probably while we were sleeping, do you think there'd be a trail or something to follow? Oh. I, you didn't notice anything on your sheets when you got up? Or you just didn't nah. think to look? I don't, well, I'm not, I don't know if you know this about me, <laughs> Glim, but I'm not very, like, observatory. Right, right.
3: We did talk about it several times.
4: Hmm. What? Shh,
0: shh. <laughs> well, we've got a couple days before we find out about uh, you know Moot's incredible shh. drinking problem. So,
3: shorty, you make short pants over so there. So we
0: could, I mean, he wishes we could go to the temple and see if there's. Or where are you staying, Hillop? Maybe your place is closer. We can investigate there. Easy. I'm a
3: I'm a man of the road. I stay in my caravan.
0: How far away is
2: that?
3: Um, where are we?
2: (laughs) You, you just walking down the street and you have absolutely no idea where you are? (laughs) You
3: know, some days I just go out for a walk and it takes me a while to get back there because I find new friends to talk to and then they take me to other places and we, we hang out and we have, we have baguettes and we have drinks and then we laugh about all the times that we had earlier in the day, and then I don't know where I am, and then I stumble my way back until I find uh, the caravan.
0: Oh. Sounds a little bit dangerous, up. I'm a little worried about you doing that, but you're a man of the world, so it's it's fine.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to offer me a place to stay. No, that's cool. <laughs> That's fine. No.
2: Oh, that's what right. that lead up was for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Louise. No,
3: it's fine. I Sorry, just I didn't to pick
0: up on that subtext. Your... You seem so happy with the way your life was. I mean,
3: it is pretty great. You should try it out sometimes, with all the baguettes. You know, shorty. I seen you at the Sun and Stars. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I'm there constantly. You know, just earlier today, they had this thing set up, and they said it was for for Moot, and it was this very lovely, luxurious table, and Remy said that he was he was just whipping up something special for his good buddy Moot. You know, no charge on this one, because you come in so frequently. But then he, he came in all in a huff later and was like, oh, through the table, against the wall...
1: I mean wow that is that sounds so unlike Remy he's usually such a cool customer
3: Well it sounds like you got some making up to do
1: It definitely does sound I'll have to I'll have to swing by tomorrow okay
3: okay So we're gonna go check out the crime scene where somebody stole your 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 friend
2: yeah okay let's go let's find him Let's go find him.
3: The four of you head back to the Temple of Bahamut. Takes you a little while to get there, but you make it into Sully's room.
1: How does Sully's room look?
2: Well, it's a little bit messy. Uh, yeah, beds... The words
1: disaster zone comes well, from He me.
2: doesn't have that much stuff, so there, oh, actually, there actually isn't a whole lot around, because he travels light. His bed is totally unkempt. It looks exactly the way like a teenager's bed would look. Um... You wonder how on earth they get those blankets straight to sleep in. They you don't. don't know. And yeah, just a few things here and there. Shoes on the floor, but otherwise fairly tidy.
3: Okay, so where did it happen? Did it happen in here?
2: Well, I assume it happens when you go go to sleep, because I have no recollection of anything, mm. you know, coming out of me. Well, let's pull back, pull back your blanket. I feel weird doing it, but maybe see
0: if Hope we see anything on the sheets? Seems risky in like a how old is he? Boys' room. <laughs> I think he's nineteen.
2: Don't get a black light out.
4: Yeah. Yikes. No. Yikes.
2: <laughs> According to them, Sully just masturbates just all it's the just time. A time when ferocious
3: simple. masturbation. <laughs> we'll it's ferocious any other 19-year-old.
2: masturbation. Whoa, that is an aggressive sentence.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. As I, I mean. Whatever else you see, you can describe. But you do see a spot of uh, a spot of blood, about wound position where you would be laying, and it kind of like trickles down the side, it's closest to the wall.
2: Hey, look! Look, there's definitely a trail. Uh, hold my. I assume these are just like mattresses, like like bed rolls, on the ground. Or at least I, just I, a no, very simple bed. bed. I'm picturing like, like a just monastery a simple frame. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: Uh, I, I pull the bed from against the wall to look down the other side.
3: Make an investigation check.
2: New dice. Oh, that's a 13, which is less shitty. But my investigation's a plus one, so 14.
3: Yes, you see uh, the blood that trickles down the side, and then it's almost like it's something slid across the room, but you lose the trail about halfway across the room.
2: Oh, jeez. And it just,
3: there's no real entry or exit. It just terminates, like, kind of just fades off at that point.
2: Like the blood has dried up like and the it's no longer. Like the blood has dried off.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, I, I know... uh. That, uh, Ken made it halfway through the room and then probably left. I don't even know what we're looking for here. I, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe those uh, guys at uh, El Torcho Academy can, uh...
3: Oh, you went to El Torcho. They have the cool—they have the cool skewers with the meats.
1: Are, are we talking about the same place? I don't think El Torcho. That's the... They have the torches. No, this is a this magic is school.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's
3: different. They should change their name because it's very close to the very trendy restaurant El Torcho. Well,
2: now mm. I now all I want is meat on sticks. You oh that sounds great. Is it one of those
0: places? There's like the fire in the middle of the table, and you cook your mm-hmm. meat yourself.
3: Hmm. Yeah,
0: that too. Do they come along with
2: big pieces of meat on skewers and they and they saw it off?
1: Both of those things oh. happen at the same time. Can we, they, can we stop by? They, they,
2: should go our, there. they saw
3: off slabs piece. of raw meat to your table and then you cook it in the center. Oh,
2: El Torcho well, that sounds, that sounds just so downright like sound magical. This does sound really
3: good. El is pretty magical. Mm. Well, maybe we go get some baguettes and swing by El Torchos. They let you bring your own bread? Uh, well, we have some baguettes on the way because it's a bit of a hike. Oh, I see. In the other side of the city.
2: Right, right. You're in a caravan. What? Well, why don't you just take a horse?
3: Well, because the streets are very narrow. They don't
1: like you taking the horses through the city. Oh, all right. Mm.
0: Well, what do you guys want to do? I mean, other than go to El Torcho.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's number one on my list now.
0: Well, definitely. I mean,
2: we have to eat. We it flash ahead
1: like, to El Torcho.
2: Okay. Oh, great!
3: You're there now. <laughs> we'll you're talk dis- about it there. You're having the same discussion, but you now you're in El Torcho. There's massive. There's like just massive f- fire in the center of this table. That as you sit down, it simmers back down, and there's a grill plate there. And they come over with varying types of meat: beef and chicken and pork
1: and something his fant- fantastical. Mm-hmm. Uh, have the meat sweats set in yet for moot? Um, you are sweating even before you start eating.
0: <laughs> You're a smaller
3: man now, so... Mm-hmm. You just don't it's have the
0: constitution that you had before. No.
3: Um, but feel free to continue your conversation now eating meats.
0: Okay, I love it. So what do you guys want It? I felt so sad when you were talking about your lumps and you just seemed so distraught. And, I mean, it. there was that little trail of blood, but any idea do you want to keep looking? Do you want to just accept the loss and mourn it and move on, or what do you think?
2: God, I don't even know. I mean, like, the mystery of it all is killing me. Oh my God, what, what if it was a little mushroom with legs?
3: That would be very yummy, too. Oh, no, we're not supposed to eat our friends. Um, but, uh, I, I lost them. I got caught up in the meats.
1: That's fair. That's all I've been thinking about. Since we came here. Yes, they're very tasty. Here, try this one. It's, it's, I don't even know what it is. Well, it's delicious.
3: Mmm.
2: <laughs> That's Sully eating meat. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, it would be very interesting if we could find Sally's. We at least know that it went, like, a little bit left from his original starting point. So that gives us somewhere to go. Me, I don't even know where, where, where...
4: Barry left
3: me. Oh. What was it? What was yours named? Barry.
0: Barry. Barry. Okay, so we finish our meats and go back to the temple.
1: Well, now that we've got that out of our system, we can think clearly.
2: Well, we're That's like right. re-energized, right? If I'm yeah. thinking about a specific kind of food, it's all over for me until I have. That's that
3: all food. I want That's until good. yeah. yeah. We flash back to the temple, and you're back in the room, now full, a little bit more tired, but perhaps more invigorated?
2: Maybe if I just lay down, we can reenact what happened.
3: Okay, yes. I like this okay. plan. Okay. Shall, shall I play Ken? Sure. Okay, cool. All right. You just lie down like you were laying before. Okay,
2: I lay down on my side with the lump side down. Okay,
3: tuck tuck me in here, moot boy. Uh, okay. Okay, I'll be, I'll I I hide under the em. covers.
2: <laughs> okay, a weird so turn. go.
1: What
2: do you, What do you do while you sleep? I don't know, fucking sleep. What do you do when do, you sleep? Do you like make gurgly noises or like stretch around? You got to get into character at this point. <laughs> I am me, about to fall asleep. Also, about to kick you out of my bed.
3: Okay, well that's not really the point of this exercise. But you're supposed to be Ken. Okay, right. I I was just trying to get him in the in the moment. So you're uh, going to say in the mood. <laughs> uh, like, I, get out of my bed. I am Ken. I am stretching my maybe limbs. I'm bursting free from my my side womb. I am covered in my host's blood. I am Trickling down. Th- oh, we didn't move the bed out far enough for me to play Ken. Glim, Moot, you move the bed.
0: Can't we move the bed over?
1: Scooch that bed over for you.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm trickling down the side.
0: How did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> I think I you don't have know, to ask yourself I, know.
3: <laughs> I am trickling down the side and I am crawling, sludging along. Maybe I have legs, maybe I don't. We're gonna find out. Oh, and I've hit the point where I've run out of my host's blood. Now, where do I go? What do you see down around. there? Where would you go? I see. Well, there's What's a the closest exit? There. I mean, the door is the closest exit, and then the window. I, if I have, if I have hands and legs, and maybe I have sticky, sticky fingers, I could climb to the window. But I look at the wall, and I don't see sticky fingerprints. So maybe, maybe I crawl to the door,
1: and I crawl to the door.
0: Okay, now we're just following along as Sully remains in bed.
1: Yeah, I imagine Sully's falling asleep at this point.
0: Sully's definitely asleep.
1: Okay,
3: so now I'm out the door.
0: Sully, we're trying to find Ken. This is your whole
2: thing. You should come with us. <sighs> right. We're sorry. Trying to save so Ken. much meat. So much meat. I, know. I roll out of bed.
3: How much of that performance did
2: you get? You're crawling at the door because it's the nearest exit. Yes.
3: Now come down here with me. Pretend you are Ken. Get into the mindset of Ken.
2: Mm. Well, I'm already really close to the ground, so I'm just going to bend over a little bit. Okay. All right. I'm Ken. I'm walking around. I'm probably hungry.
3: It's a possibility. Do 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 lumps eat? Do lumps walk? Well, we haven't determined if Ken has legs or not yet.
2: Well, it's got to have some sort of mode of transportation. Mm, I mean, I think true. food seems. I think that's pretty
0: smart, Sully. If you just if you just been birthed from your host side womb. Gross. I hate everything about that. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe you you need some sustenance. So, is
3: there a baguetteery in this temple?
0: There is not, but there is a kitchen.
3: Oh well, maybe we head to the kitchen. Is it down these stairs in front of us? Yes. To the kitchen we go. Down here with me, Sully.
0: Ah uh, yes. Yeah. Are you guys seeing anything down there? Any like disturbances in the dust, or any prints, or?
2: Anything?
3: Yeah, well, I mean,
2: is it I, evening now? Probably. Yeah, because yeah. this was like a whole like this, this is happened a whole day. first thing in the morning. Yep. yep. And now we're trying to investigate. <laughs> the evening. We stopped for yeah, a it's whole go is, well.
0: large meal in the middle.
2: That's I mean, right.
3: There is a little flickies. How often do do they they sweepy sweepy here?
0: I mean, it's usually very clean.
3: Mm, okay. Well. um You should talk to the owner and tell them that there's a little bit of dust here. Don't worry, I got it. But next time, someone might not do this.
0: You're right. Most people wouldn't come somewhere they've never been before and then crawl around on the floor pretending to be a lump escaped from a body.
1: (laughs) Well, when you say it that way.
2: (laughs) When you say it that way, it just sounds so fucking insane
3: you make your way down the stairs into the kitchen and uh, you're following Hillop and Sully who may or may not be crawling beside of him I'm beside him. says okay uh, well there's a pantry over there hmm okay well let's, let's go check out the pantry then. Well, yeah. that was my cue to say maybe well, you lead
2: oh my god I walk over to the pantry and I open the door
3: do you see anything?
2: I roll an investigation. Sure. That's a seven.
3: Uh, you don't see anything, and then Hillop comes in behind you. And he's like, how could you miss it?
2: What are you talking about?
3: Look, along the bottom shelf here. Get down here.
2: Ah, uh, I crouch.
3: Look, there's, there's things missing from the lower shelf. What's kept on the lower shelf?
4: Um, I
0: don't know. I mean, like, probably some, some barley and things, you know, like dried grains like you'd keep in the uh, pantry.
3: It looks like maybe the mice could have been here or the Ken.
2: Maybe Ken is a mouse.
3: So you had a mouse in
2: your side? Did you have a mouse in your side?
3: That is yet to be determined. Well, I don't know. Okay, well, it looks like there's a tiny hole that's torn in the side of this this burlap bag that uh, things are spilling out down into.
0: Well, grab it. Let's take
2: it in there and, and open it up. Pour it out. Maybe he's still in there.
3: Okay, okay, now oh, yeah. we're so on to something I'm here. I'm scared
2: now. It's like, you know, you like you wanted it to happen, but now that it might be happening, you're just really not too sure you actually want to meet your lump?
1: That is a very common thing, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we've all been there. Uh, totally. So I get out a bowl, and I open the bag, and then I pour it out, and do we see anything in there that is untoward?
3: You pour out the oats into the bowl, and well you don't see anything that is not oats uh you do see
0: a lot of um, things that are oats, are
3: oats. <laughs> a lot of things that are oats no you you begin kind of like moving around and kind of sifting through and tossing through them and a what comes to the top is a tiny like you know how lizards shed their skin mm
2: mm-hmm. mhm Mm-hmm.
3: that's what rises to the top but it's more humanoid in shape-esque but very small
0: so there's like a tiny exoskeleton husk ish okay. yeah
3: <laughs> more reptile skin like than exoskeleton but yes Okay.
0: oh my god
3: do you think that. this is
0: Ken? Here, do you have any feelings about this?
2: And I, like, hold out towards him to see if <laughs> he has any kind of, like, emotional reaction. No, this is just an empty shell of what used to be Ken.
1: So it did used to be Ken.
2: Well, I mean, maybe. I I never I never seen a lizard look like this, and this looks like a tiny person. Does this look like a tiny person to anybody else? It It does. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like I gave, like, side birth to my own twin. Yeah. I mean, it was weird before, but now it's just real weird. This is a
3: real humdinger.
2: (sighs) Okay. You have very important things that you contribute to conversations.
3: Hey, look, I'm the one who found the, the maybe kin.
2: That's
0: true. So, you're a tiny human, and you've just side-birthed. You go eat some food. You grow out of your skin. skin. Shed your skin. You need clothes. Where do you go next? Clothes. He went to the tailor. Okay, we'll go to Tiny Town, to the
2: Tiny Town (laughs) (laughs) tailors. And then to the haberdashery.
1: The Tiny Town haberdashery. He
2: needs a hat. That's right. No self-respecting, tiny,
0: side-birthed human would not have a nice hat.
1: Right? Uh, Hillop
3: begins walking <laughs> around the room, and there's a back door in this in this kitchen. Um, and he goes and opens it up. He says, well, I don't know how big he got, but um, he might have fit underneath this door if he was still a, sm- a small, small boy.
2: Or yeah, girl, you're right. Or, or girl. Well, you know what we don't though, know. I did get a, I did get a specifically male feeling from him.
3: I uh, mean, you named him Ken, which yes. is, I mean, she's very historically a male name. Not that it really matters, but um,
2: Kendallin, Ken Ken,
3: Ken- I- Kendallin, not just Kendall. <laughs> Kendallin. I, I would have gone either Kend- <laughs> Kendall or or Kennedy or Ken- 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 Kendallin.
2: Kendra. Right. I mean, Kendra the, is a good one. lot way. of options. Yeah, um,
3: so never mind. You do you.
2: I'm so con- anyway. I'm
0: going to look. Sure. So I get down also. I open the door and also get down on my hands and knees and see if I can see anything exiting this door. Oh, I don't. I rolled a two.
3: You don't have a sweet bonus?
0: I don't. How sweet of
2: a bonus could I possibly have? And he's got
3: like a plus eight to some stuff.
2: I do I have not. a plus nine to sleight of hand. There you go. Um, um, I come over and I also look.
3: All right, everybody's welcome to look.
2: Eighteen, eighteen. Get your own number, Tom. No, it was the same <laughs> number. Um, all
3: three of you come get down beside Hillary. Oh, wait, now seventeen.
1: Like I thought I had a plus one, but I don't. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> That's cool. So you're not, you can have eighteen.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Um, all three of you come get
3: down. Now you're you're like right into this. Um, moot. Uh, Are we? <laughs> Are we? Right into you're this? right into this. You're into it. Did I we mean, have a, did we have rolling. a few
2: ales at the meat place? Like
3: probably, um, gotta wash down that meat somehow. Yep. I guess so. <laughs> um, Glim, you don't see anything, and it empties into a, a fairly busy street. Um, Moot and Sully, you see moving down the steps, um, small, tiny footprints that get as you kind of track them down the stairs. They get lost in the in the just the pathway. The regular traffic tramples them, and you kind of lose them at the bottom of the stairs.
2: Ah, he...
1: Do we smell or see anything in either direction that maybe stands out? Like, is there a smell of delicious cooked goods coming from one way, or... I'm trying to think of something that a tiny hungry person might go towards.
3: Um, the... The kitchen exits onto a side alley. So you go to the left, you get out to the main road, you go to the right, it goes down um, a back set of alleys, like a back series of alleys that cut behind a lot of the buildings along this block.
2: If I was a teeny tiny person, if I was a teeny tinier person, (laughs) I would probably take the back alley so I didn't get all squished and squashed. Yeah, I think you're right.
1: Yeah, the main road's probably very loud in comparison, so I'd probably stay away from that.
2: Well, especially being all naked and stuff.
1: <laughs> True. I mean, you also, maybe being that new, have no sense of shame.
2: Also who said point? I'm ashamed to be a naked? I'll get naked right now! Sully so starts nope. stumbling nope. with nope. His nope. hands. No, 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 sir! You nope. already
1: nope. proved that
3: you shake, you shake your, your tushy at, at anybody who you so desire.
2: Well, that was just for truth or dare. All oh, right, but I mean. Okay, I, I go forward. The behavior has been
3: established.
2: I go forward down the alleyway.
3: Everybody's following. Yeah, you, you bet. All right.
2: I'm really invested in this <laughs> tiny
0: mystery. How could they not? It's weird. Uh, it's so upsetting, but delightful. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's all of I those things. I can't wait
0: to meet our new party member, Tiny Ken. <laughs> oh my
2: God! Can we? Hey, can we name yours Barbie?
3: Name my name my name my maybe lump it was,
2: Barbie. It was Barry. Yeah. It's pretty it was close. Barry. Was Barry's Barbies so close? Well, together. I
3: mean, if we find your lump, we might find my lump. That would be pretty cool. That's
2: right. Because maybe they
3: are hanging out together. They've started their own traveling lump band. Joins the lump circus.
2: Hmm. How many of these things do you think are out there that there's a whole circus full?
3: This is uncertain, but maybe more than two.
2: Uh, do I see anything as I'm walking down this alleyway?
3: Make an investigation check for the new area that oh, you are Oh, it's
2: only left. a four.
0: I also rolled a four. <laughs> oh, I will... Do better, I hope.
1: Thirteen. H-
2: hill up? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, Hillep can roll too. He's not really. I don't think it clock. matters
2: what dice I have, you guys.
3: Nope. <laughs> nope. The four of you uh, are walking down the the alleyway, and it's getting pretty dark. Um, there's not much light. There's light coming from some of the windows from inside a lot of the buildings. Um, Moot, you um, you walk past another alleyway that cuts between buildings back to the main street. And you notice a... uh, What looks like a young boy standing in the alley. You there, boy.
1: What day is it? (laughs) No. Uh, excuse me. Did you happen to see anything super small heading down this alley?
3: Uh, He's 10 or 15 feet down the alley, and he... He turns I'm and assuming
1: this young boy is wearing clothes and looks like a normal boy. Yes.
3: Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. He's wearing clothes. He's got a actually he's got a hood up, but you can see that he's a, a younger just by the build of him. Um, he turns and looks at you, um, and stands and turns his body towards you. It um, takes a few steps forward. Figure the three of you have kept walking. Maybe you've heard Moot stop and talk, but Moot, you see as he steps into a bit of a light shining out of a window you see a third eye in his forehead huh. and you don't see his lips move but you hear in your mind and he says meet me, meet me in the graveyard what do the three of you do you hear moot talking to somebody
2: Probably walk up to see who he's talking to. Moot, Moot, did you find the tiny man?
3: As they come back and to you, Moot, uh, the boy vanishes in a. almost a, a cloud of shadow. And he's gone before they come around the corner. You look down the alleyway and there's nobody there for everybody else.
2: Who are you talking to, man?
3: And we're back in the middle again.
1: Ooh, spooky, spooky middle. middle. Spooky middle.
3: You know what? It is kind of a spooky episode. We didn't plan it that way, but
0: you know. I mean, yes, we did. We completely I, we planned completely it We completely planned it that way. Totally. Totally planned it, just like we always do, so that the things happen at the right yes. seasonal time, like spooky things when yep. it's yeah. spooky. We
1: nailed it. Mm-hmm. Interlude, more like interbooed.
0: Oh, oh, I like that. I like that.
3: Oh, uh, you know where fun. you can get all those those sweet jokes?
2: <laughs> where, oh, Russ?
3: How about, Tell us. How
0: about this one, Russ? You know where you can get some spooky fun? Ooh. Ah, That's better.
1: Tell me more about the spooky fun.
0: Well, we recorded a very special Halloween episode for patrons only. If you would like to join us on Patreon, you can listen to that. And... A, I believe this is the official metric uh, shit ton of other bonus mm, content. A metric oh. shit ton. Other episodes, other arcs, all kinds of fun stuff. You can listen to more of us being dinguses.
1: Now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds amazing. You've you've paused the podcast. You've gone over to Patreon. You've signed up. Where's this Halloween episode? It, it's coming out tomorrow. As this, as this is will released. will be in your feed tomorrow. If you're listening yes. to this in the future, it's already there. <laughs> yeah, no. It's if you're listening there. to this October 30th, it comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. If not, it's already there. It's yep. all good. It's waiting for you to devour it.
3: Um. So what we're saying is you can come join us over on Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. And we play a sweet, fun, spooky, fun Halloween episode. More fun than spooky. And we...
2: Say fun again.
3: Fun. And we... Now say spooky, spooky again. Spooky fun. And we also... <laughs> We do, we, I don't know how to describe it, but we do, we take some of the rules very literally for this game that we play. Yeah. So come join us. And it's a gross, spooky, fun, good time.
0: It's totally tubular.
3: More gross for the
1: The
0: players playing the game than the people listening to the game. It's
2: not, yeah. yeah, it's not. Gory.
1: When you hear it, you'll know what we're talking about.
2: It's us. You guys, it's Look, us.
1: This is the best.
2: We're going to give you what we give you.
3: We could have ever done. So patreon.com slash dumb cast. Come join us today or tomorrow or the next day. All right. That's the middle. Hopefully you enjoy the rest of this episode because it's a real humdinger.
2: That's right. Now you're at the butt end of it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fade to black. <laughs>
0: Did you see him? Is Do I just not see him? He's too small.
1: Uh, no, uh, there was a person, a young man here, but now I don't, I don't know, guys. I thought someone was here, but maybe, maybe not. Did you have too many
2: meats? Are you getting the meat hallucinations?
3: I've heard of those. I haven't experienced them yet. Maybe I needed one more slice of the, the unknown. The unknown was pretty delicious. I swear, we should probably go ask it, go ask them sometime, and see what that meat was, so we could get it ourselves. Hillip, do you know is there a graveyard anywhere around here? I mean, there is there is a graveyard. Yes, is uh, this the city of the dead? Is the graveyard for Waterdeep?
1: Is it close by?
0: Why do you want to go there? Yeah, that's sort of a strange question out of nowhere here in this dark alley, and very specific.
1: Well, the person I thought I saw, they told me to meet them in the graveyard.
0: Wait, so you did see someone or you didn't see someone? Well, you didn't
1: well, see I someone. I did someone. talk to you? I thought I did, because he seemed real to me, but then when you guys came over, he wasn't there anymore.
0: I mean, that sounds like exactly the sort of person you should probably tell your friends about. The kind that are there and say, like, weird, mysterious things and then just disappear?
1: Yeah, that's why I'm telling oh, you. Okay. Also, he had three eyes. Oh.
2: Oh, that's Okay, different. wow. Kind of buried the Sorry, lead on that story. Probably should have yeah, led with a, that, that uh, one. That's an important uh Oh, and when he to talked deal. to me,
1: he didn't move his mouth, but I heard him in my head.
2: And he told you to meet him in a graveyard. Yeah. And you want to go there?
0: Well, I'm, you, you know. you feel like I'm, this is a good idea? I have a
1: curious personality. Okay. <laughs> In more ways than one. Did he
0: seem like? Did he have an energy like a Ken kind of energy?
1: Ooh, good question. I don't. Maybe I don't know what a Ken energy really hmm. is.
2: Well, I think we just call it Ken oh, energy.
3: Oh, that's good. Hmm. What would we call mine? A barergy? That doesn't roll the same. The no, barometer. So the
1: barometer. Oh, you are very good at these so sorts good. of things. I
2: know. I'm so good. That's why I'm we are best of friends. Uh,
1: Um, so yeah, maybe, you know, if we can track Ken down, we can also go to... Do you think we should go to the graveyard? I'm really intrigued.
0: I mean, I'm also intrigued, but when we say it out loud, it sounds like a very bad idea, but... it
1: sounds crazy.
2: But I mean... Well, I got these, and I pull out my daggers.
3: So maybe you stabbed yourself, and you got your Ken free. Did, Did I also s- stab you,
2: you?
1: Did you sleep with your daggers? I no, don't. I
2: don't sleep with my daggers, I sleep naked the way God's intended.
1: Mm. So yeah, we got we got this weird graveyard guy.
2: So uh let's go make poor choices. I I guess let's
0: um let's hit the graveyard and see either a three eyed boy or a tiny human or maybe both. Or just a bunch of dead people. Or just a bunch of dead we'll almost definitely see them.
3: Yeah, they'll they'll for sure be there. Um I'm sure I've seen it on the on the walkabout sometime and I will I will uh maybe there's a great bakery on the way and we get some some delicious baguettes.
2: Okay, could you You in- want
3: more
0: food? I can't even think about eating, Hillop. Oh my goodness.
3: It's been a whole like hour, 2 hours that we've been crawling around on the ground trying to track down the tiny kin.
0: Well, you're the only one that's been crawling, Hillop.
3: Look, you guys you did it at the end there. I saw you. Admit it, you got into it. You were playing my game, and it worked. Look at us—we found a three-eyed wonder in the middle of the night, and now we are headed to no. mystery.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be really exciting. I mean,
1: again, when you say it out loud, it sounds crazy.
2: <laughs> I don't think we need the though. I don't think. I think that maybe, like, like an uh, expediation is the important part of this. Did he give you a time? Was he, like, at 1130 or?
1: No, he just said meet him in the graveyard.
2: Hmm. Well, okay. Well, let's go I guess we that. could
1: go tomorrow, too. Do you want to go during
2: daytime? Yeah, but do, you like, spirits who could possibly help you out even come out in the morning time?
0: I mean, we're already on our way. I say we just keep going. And, Hillip, maybe if we'll pass a baguetteery and if we go past one... You could pop in very quickly.
3: Oh, thank you! This was so nice. I will get each of you a baguette just for being so kind in my considerations on this adventure. You carry on your way through Waterdeep, and um, as you're getting near, you you do pass a baguetterie, and so you all you all each of you are now in possession of a baguette. Whether you eat it or not, that's up to you. Um, you get nearer to, uh, the City of the Dead, which is the Cemetery Ward in Waterdeep. And from behind you, you hear a call out that says, uh, uh f- fun noise?
2: I yeah. think someone's calling you. Fun, fun noise, is My that name you? My name's Fun Times. Is it Burko?
3: Yes, yes, it is, it is me, the Master of Magic Burko. Well, what are, what are you doing here? Ah, uh, well I was I was out uh, perusing for a delicious baguette which it seems you have found is it back this way Would, would you just like mine N- No I wouldn't want to take one person's baguette it's uh, No no I in- I insist
1: oh. I'm still very
3: full well, from that, our all meat dinner That is very kind of you I will hold it and not not eat it until I give you the
1: news that you sir might be shorter for good as I hand him the baguette, I'm like, oh well, that's it's not exactly the news I wanted to hear. So I looked into this wild
3: magic, asked a few friends. Uh, you know, we mulled it over. We talked about it. Usually, when my wild magic is involved, it um, it creates irreversible effects, and is to be not not toiled with.
2: So he should just stop doing magic altogether?
3: Well, I mean, if he doesn't want to get shorter, that's probably a great idea. If you're just dabbling in, in, in the dark arts without proper education, as one does. So wait, the wild magic is a dark art? Well, it's it's unexplained by my many in, in, the, in the education field. It's just something well, that...
1: Unexplained doesn't mean dark, though. Uh, I was
3: just using a metaphor to, to try and scare you away from shrinking more. It seemed like you were trying to magic shame me. I was not trying to magic shame you. You gave me this delicious baguette, and for that I am eternally grateful and wish I had proper better news for you.
2: You took a man's baguette and gave him terrible news. I don't think that's very good bedside manner. I
3: tried not to take his baguette, knowing that I had not proper good news to give him. It's okay, you can still have the baguette. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, Sorry to not be of any more help. Um, Perhaps you could get your friends to pull hard on your legs and, and, and arms... I hear that's a new thing.
1: They're rolling people out, trying to stretch them, stretch them taller. Okay. Um. That sounds terrible. I'll think about that. Uh, just random, weird question for you. Have you ever met any three-eyed people? Um. Well. Uh. N- no. Not okay. Not. Cool. Re- I mean. No.
2: Oh really. yeah. Well, we got you here. Something burst out of my side that you said look. That
3: I told you I'm not a doctor. It
2: was a little person.
3: That is very strange. <laughs> How? Why do you have a little person inside your side?
2: Uh, out of my satchel, I take the uh, like the teeny tiny, I assume it looks like a little snakeskin snowsuit. That's sort of what, what I'm picturing,
0: yeah. Yeah, like
2: yeah. a, yeah. It'd be really hard to get out of if you had to pee.
3: What is that?
2: Well, this is the, uh, the shedded, um... Exoskeleton. Can you
3: not wave it in my face? Please. Well, I just
2: want you to take a real close up. Yeah,
3: that looks vile.
2: Yes, uh, it and is that f-
3: came out of you?
2: No, no, the thing that shed it came out of me. I mean, so. And now we're tracking it down. Really? Yeah.
3: Well, that sounds like you. I you. think the world
2: needed more than one of me, and so I burst myself.
3: Sir very high high viewpoint <laughs> you have of yourself
4: mhm
3: yeah um well I'm gonna to have to hit the books on that one I'm gonna take my baguette and feel free to swing by and talk to Fran and let her know you're you're coming to visit me again
2: okay
0: okay bye Burko. hope I see you tomorrow mm-hmm. Zumba bye. I
1: will I will be there after carbo-loading up with this baguette, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. You betcha. Gotta work off
3: this this sweet baguette. Oh, he takes a bite. Oh, you're missing out, good friend, sweet noise.
0: So we just ran into him on the street, right? He wasn't in the graveyard.
3: Yeah. No, no, he's. he was just, yeah, before you got to the, the ward, he just, he just came upon you.
0: hmm
3: It's funny how that happened. Mm-hmm. Um so you carry on your way and you make it to the gates of the city of the dead and it is a it is a gated ward. Um it goes all the way around. Hillip explains to you if you had not ventured out that far into the city yet, but it is um yeah, fen- entirely iron-gated fence and or iron-rot fenced off. Um the gate is passable. It's not locked if you so desire to enter. Let's do it.
2: Yeah, it's now and never. I got
0: eleven HP. Let's go into this graveyard, meet this three eyed no mouth boy.
3: What are you doing to how how are you entering? What are you what's the the general mood of the group here?
2: I take my daggers out. Okay. It's a dark graveyard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I would I would am not uh, looking to stab a little three eyed boy or anything like that, but like who knows what else might do. But jump you out. wanna be ready. Yeah, I would like I'm to be Kind of
1: nervously rubbing the feather necklace I have in my hand.
0: Yeah, I've got my war pick out. Just okay.
3: Um, everybody is uh, ready to rumble, so they say. Hillop is following very close behind. Um, he is holding a torch, um, kind of over the shoulders of Glim per hop, perhaps. 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 Uh, he's holding the over the shoulder of Glim. Um, you carry through the cemetery. Everybody make a perception roll. 19. Eight.
2: Eight.
1: Amy, get your own number.
2: Uh, sorry.
3: Um, aided by the torchlight that uh, Hillop is holding over your shoulder, Glim, the general feel at, at least right now is the the shadows are playing tricks on everybody's eyes you see just it, it's probably just the wind moving the branches uh hillop moot and sully think there are things moving beyond their vision uh, within the cemetery glim you don't see these things you see them rather as As they are tree branches and leaves and bushes and and, and tombstones.
0: Guys, it's so creepy in here. What do you mean? It's just, I mean, it's dark and I know it's the final resting place of a lot of people, but just branches and
2: gravestones. It's not really. I
1: think it's just a cemetery at night. It has a, has a weird vibe.
2: I don't know. I think there's like things in the trees and stuff.
3: Maybe it's Ken and Zaberry.
2: I think if it was Ken, I wouldn't be so freaked out, you know? That's I have a sh- feeling of comfort. That is true. Yeah, maybe it's that.
1: Um, Three-eyed boy?
3: Hello. You continue...
4: You home?
3: You continue walking through the cemetery, kind of going up and down rows, and Glim, as Sully and Moot and Hillep kind of spread out a little bit, you're all close together, but directly in front of you, glim. you see a small boy in a dark hooded tunic. And he lifts his head and looks up at you and you see that he has a third eye right in the middle of his forehead. He's very pale complexion. And all four of you here in your head The demon gates are opening. And then he looks directly at Glim. Your destiny. It calls. The song Long Road Ahead is by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.Filmmusic.io. All other music and some sound effects and ambience are by EpidemicSound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Ryan Cushman, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. Join our Patreon community for access to exclusive content at Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast.
0: Well, did you go see a dog?
3: Sorry, you go. I'd like to talk over top of you, apparently.
2: <laughs> Russ was not expecting things to go this way. I don't think any of us I were mean, expecting he is that leaning this into was going to happen.
3: Got to figure it out. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
4: This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle.
2: You are listening to the Floyd J. Calvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory.
4: Stephanie is frantic. And she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no good couples already thinks she's dead the connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear and stephanie still has to contend with luciano and schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf word on the street is that it's Schultz. who cares about a lost colored girl this one is white Fifth Avenue debutant, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about St. You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn their money and she's deciding not to earn. You have
0: no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do
4: everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well.